0: And now, our feature presentation.
1: Hello everybody welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I am your husband, aka The Marvelous Iggy and Tyler. Tyler, no, no, those are nuclear launch codes, no!
0: What? What do you mean don't press the red button? They're all red buttons. <laughs>
1: uh, it's official guys. Tyler's gone rogue. Um...
0: You're damn right i have
1: now tyler black ops tyler now with karate chop action and with
0: if i if i really gone rogue i would have cut your audio the entirely exactly it would just be me <laughs>
1: uh we are here uh, another episode of cinema shot and now we are we're discussing the eighth installment of the fast and furious franchise fate of the furious which i like the wording it's like eight fate it's i don't know if they intended it that way but, God damn it. <laughs> but it's, that's all I always thought. Anytime I saw the title, that's what I always thought it was. Um, uh, of course, this is the uh, eighth movie in the franchise. Um, Tyler, what is, I'm going to tell you what my pre-existing thing with this movie was. But can you tell me yours?
0: Uh, I have absolutely no recollection of this movie. Aside from like uh, seeing a few ads from it at, uh, the, at my old work. But that's literally about it. Uh, Otherwise, I would just make fun of all the crazy shit I would hear about from the series going forward. Right. And the title is no exception.
1: Exactly. So, for me, kind of what, like, I saw, I think I saw this almost a year ago. It was in this movie. I was like, when are we going to get to this part? And we're going to get to it. And I'm not going to say what it is now, but there's a clip with Roman specifically that I saw that I went, wait, (laughs) whoo! What? And little did I know that was the, that was the tip of the iceberg uh, when it comes to the um, the craziness of it all. Uh, I still haven't seen those movies, but now, hey, we're, we're reliving that dream now. As Fast Ten is opening this weekend, actually, by the time we record this. Um, uh but around
0: the same time as Guardians of the Galaxy 3, uh where Vin Diesel is also the voice of Groot, it's it's the,
1: it's the summer of family.
0: It's, that's what it
1: is. I am family. Uh, we are family. <laughs> and he just start he just drives a fucking Dodge Charger out in the movie in Guardians 3.
0: Uh
1: all right. That wouldn't
0: be too out of place in those movies. No,
1: it wouldn't. Okay, but let's go ahead and break it down before we break it down including the cast because I keep forgetting the I've not done the whole cast this time we're gonna do it this time around uh this movie was directed by f gary gary which sounds like a fake name written by chris morgan based on characters by gary scott thompson produced by neil h moritz fin diesel mike fortale and chris morgan this was released uh it was i guess it had a, a, a small release at the sony center um in april 4th 2017 uh and then uh, had a global release uh, six years ago, April 4th, 14th, 20, uh, 2017, 10 days later. It had a budget to 250 to $270 million and a box office of $1.236 million. Um, that That's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking yeah. money. And our cast, um, Vin Diesel is back as Dominic Toretto. Dwayne Johnson is back as Luke Hobbs. Jason Satham yes returns as Deckard Shaw, Michelle Rodriguez returns as Lady Ortiz. Tyrese Gibson is back as Roman Pierce. Uh, Ludacris is back as Tash Parker. Uh, new character Scott Eastwood, who I thought he was a Hemsworth. I did not, because he looked like oh, he looks like he looks like a Hemsworth. He kind of does a little bit. Uh, he's little nobody. As he's, <laughs> we'll get to why he's called little nobody. Um, uh, Nathalie Emmanuel is back as Ramsey. Elsa Pataki is Elena Neves. Kurt Russell is back as Mr. Nobody. And our villain of the movie is Charlize Theron, known as Cypher. And then we have. The
0: Atomic Blonde
1: herself. Exactly. Christophe Hivajiv as Connor Rhodes, who. That's very short from Cody Rhodes. Um, So, what? Okay, so this is obviously the first movie post Brian's. uh, uh, Paul's death and Brian's character leaving the series. Um. No spoilers, Tyler. Uh, following up the sort of like emotional finale that was F- uh, Furious Seven. No spoilers. Nothing specific. But what did you? What was your general consensus of this one?
0: In terms of plot, I had no idea where this is going to go since uh, Brian's character has officially been retired. Um, I had no idea it would be as crazy as this movie gets.
1: Right. Um especially within like the first five minutes. Um I'll agree with you. Yeah, I was curious, and I like we've already said they were superheroes. This solidifies that they're fucking superheroes, uh, if anything. Yes. They they, they and and our friend Thomas likes the coin they fucking get car sonas in this one where they get they get <laughs> they get cars that are basically tailored to who their personalities and is and they drive out you could take shots from this movie and put it in a Transformers movie and be like oh okay we're watching Transformers now that's what it feels like sometimes minus or power rangers turbo or power rangers turbo whichever you apply. the point is they they are they are superheroes okay the family the school they are superheroes that is their team name okay but what is the story what what how do you follow up the Bad shitness of the last movie, right? How do you follow that up with the, with a showdown in L.A. with drones and driving through three story buildings? Uh, we, well, you introduce what is now uh, common in a lot of cinematic movies is the lurking big bad, the big bad that has secretly been been there the entire time, but you weren't aware of it. That kind of thing. The real, the, human, the real, if you will. exactly. So it starts off actually very much like an old school Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, like the beginning where it's Dom and Letty are in Cuba with his cousin. They're living Cuban life. It's very nice. Captures the Cuban spirit. And Dom challenges this motherfucker to a race over a dispute about owing this his cousin owing this guy's money. And they strip this old beaten up jalopy of a car down um, to which at the end of it, Dom is literally riding the car backwards while it's on fire. And ultimately it turn, dr- flips into the
0: ocean. That's just Keane to the cube and by the way.
1: Ex- exactly. Um. To which Lady told him like it's gonna be a bomb. He goes and, and it, it turned into a bomb. That's just the tip, okay? That's just the tip. But it was still a cool. Just the tip. Just the tip. Exactly. But it was still a cool sequence. And the emotional crux of this movie is, well, we saw Brian become a family man. Um. In fact, they actually mentioned, but they call him Buster. They don't call him Brian. But you know, they said Buster used to do this uh, as they were kind of adjusting the car for, like, a quickest, like, a, like, to put the NOS in there. Um, and Letty asks him a question, like, do you want to be a dad? Do you want this? And Dom doesn't have an answer for it because he's probably not sure. It's a heavy question to ask, uh, ask somebody. Um, and, uh, we cut a little bit to, uh, Luke Hobbs giving, like, this fucking chant, you were the fiercest warriors, and it's a little glee girls soccer team. And what's crazy... I don't know how he doesn't get fired, because in, in today's America, this sh- some white woman would be like upset that this happened, but they probably want to fuck him so they don't say anything. He has his team do a haka dance, which is a, a traditional Maori dance, to the opposing team. Like, straight up, like, hurete, hurete, like that. I'm sorry if I offended anybody, but that's what he's doing. He has the little girls doing for a soccer game. Granted, it's the championship. I don't want to play this game anymore. Yes, the girl, that little white girl, had the best reaction. I don't want to play anymore. Fuck this. Fuck this. I'm out. I did not sign up to fight against this. Um, but Luke Hobbs is so Dom is enjoying retire is seemingly enjoying retirement. You know, post post that batshit insane this in the last movie. Uh, Dom, not Dom. Uh, Luke is being asked to basically go to Germany because there's this. Uh, the germ is it is it the Germans or is it is it. Um, or is it uh
0: I believe it was an ex German war base. G- if I recall correctly.
1: Yeah. And in it is a basically an EMP that can basically knock out pretty much uh electromagnetic pulse device that's move that's that, that, that can be that can that's that's mobile. And so the U.S. government can't go in there. So hey, Luke, um, you want to go in there with your team? Uh, by the way, if you do fuck this up, you will be stripped of your rank and you will be thrown in jail for the rest of your life. Okay, got it. Um, meanwhile, though, uh, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. Just another, just just another Tuesday for the family. Um, so, uh, unfortunately, uh, Dom is approached by, uh, Dom is walking, he has a rose in his hand, he's gonna go see Letty. probably gonna make that baby he was thinking about, right? And, um, he notices a woman, a white woman, is having trouble with her car, and, you know, it's like, being the, most, being the nice guy that he is, moral guy that he is, he offers to help, and all of a sudden, she starts saying his name, she starts saying, oh, you went to that place, this place, and she's like... Oh, I know who you are, and she shows him a video. and We don't know what it is yet, and pretty much says you're gonna you're gonna help me with something. It's like, okay, what is this? Um, to which uh, Dom is then contacted by Luke Hobbs. Uh, hey, hey, man, I got a job for ya. <laughs> you. You want to go steal a uh, uh, electromagnetic pulse from Germany and potentially be on Interpol's most wanted? Um, sure, why not?
0: Sounds fun, I'm in!
1: Exactly. Roman being a a scare, Roman yelling all the time. Uh, we get a heist in Germany, which is pretty cool, very quick. Including some wrecking balls from Tej, that was nice. And here is where the, and I I remember, okay, I remember the trailers for this, and I wish they didn't give it away, because I know, I remember this part from the trailers. Um, Dom is being blackmailed by what we, who we find out is Cypher. We'll explain who Cypher is in a moment. And she,
0: the guy from Final Fantasy VIII, what a
1: chicken was! No, this is a much better version of, of, of <laughs> the cipher. Um, this this person, organization, person on this cipher, and uh, she had he he has basic she has basically tasked Dom like if you don't do you will steal this uh, EMP for me if you don't this uh, you will suffer great consequences and we don't know what those are so effectively Dom does the heist and they split up for me they split up so Dom and goes with Luke. And, um, uh, the others, the others go with themselves and Dom runs him, runs Luke off the ground and takes the EMP for himself to which Luke says the infamous words. That's basically trailer bait words. Dominic Toretto has just gone rogue. Um, yeah, I remember, I remember that. So Dom is a bad guy in this one. He is on the villain side. We're going back to Fast and
0: Furious 1, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah,
1: it, it, well, sort of. Kind of. But so now the question is why? What does this perk? Because we know Dom wouldn't willingly steal an EMP, uh, maybe a car. You know, Dom's not exactly Mr. Mister Two Shoes, but stealing an EMP, MP3, an EMP, he probably steal an MP3 player. Let's be real. He probably could if he wanted to, but Dom
0: has during the DVD heist fiasco, probably it, yeah, exactly.
1: But he has morals now. Um, we learn is that uh, uh, the, this person known as Cipher, uh, they are basically or she is basically been the boogeyman since uh, the si- since the sixth one. I wouldn't say. Um, yeah,
0: she's bi- she's basically uh, the head honcho between both Shaw's the entire time. Yeah,
1: so she wanted she orchestrated Shaw. The Owen Shaw from the, from Fast Six to get the Nightshade Protocol, and then the other Shaw, and then and, and, and then of course the other Shaw has vendetta against him for getting into the younger Shaw into it. Uh, so and, and she's kind of pulling the pulling the strings uh, uh, from behind. We just haven't seen her. So now she's going to Dom directly. To pull him, basically pull him off the board, pull the, the king off the board. So the so what you're saying is she's going to dom dom. Exactly. I mean, in certain scenes it feels like it. Um, <laughs> and and so it is a blackmailing situation. Um, and uh, now it is up to the family now without their king to basically take him down. Oh, and by the way, they're trying to stop World War Three. Um, that is that is as you do. that is that is the gist of it. Um, uh, This movie, okay, um, because the, like, how did you feel about Dom's turn? Not, because he doesn't really have a turn, but the fact that he's basically playing corrupted, like, Superman in a way.
0: Um, in a way, it kind of makes sense. Like, um, we understand why he does it, uh, during, uh, the middle parts of the movie, but from the beginning, I knew right from the get-go that he'd, Always does what he does because of family. Family, so yeah,
1: pretty much. Exactly. Um. So I guess let's talk. Let's go ahead and talk about the villain Cipher, who she is uh, played by Charlize Theron. Uh. She is sort of the big threat, and as as scary as Shaw was the last one, this one she felt more like a complete character than the than Shaw than um Deckard Shaw felt in the last one.
0: Yeah. Um unlike uh, Deckard Shaw or even Owen Shaw to some, to some extent um, Cypher is a character that pretty much deconstructs Dom to like his most primal level like he brings everything that he's weak to right in front of him and just uh, just breaks him down p- bit by bit yeah
1: it's, it's a lot of psychological like not brain- conditioning to like work with him to get her to work And, and ultimately find out is, and and I've really found Charlize Theron to be intimidating in a, in a unique way. Like the fact that to have, I mean, granted there was a scene there, like we find out why he's doing it, but like the fact that she has the balls to like do these things to him, knowing what she, what she's capable of. And there's a scene she does later on where like, she's not fucking around. Um, I found her as a very credible villain and believable and, and she does get co- a little comical towards the end but i think that's like portraying most movie villains where like it just like they start out calm and confident and then because shit's unraveling then they start like becoming crazy um
0: yeah it is a trope for a reason exactly but i think it's warranted exactly
1: but overall i found her presence like like she was a different unique of of evil in this one and the fact that like her whole her whole goal is basically to be like a shark, like a crocodile... as she put it. As she, God, she is one of the best lines. She has one of the best lines in the whole fucking series. Uh, and like, if you look at her, listen to her dialogue, excellent, like just villain dialogue. But she, she basically wants to steal a nuclear briefcase from the Russians and steal an old submarine from the rush from a Russian military base and basically be the crocodile in the pond to every world government that if you step out of line for Cipher the crocodile is going to bite you and that's and that bite is a nuclear as a nuke going off
0: Jesus, that's sinister that that
1: when they when they okay cuz like and and, and with, I love the way the movie sets it up because you dom there's and we'll talk about the sequence more in depth in a moment but the way they set it up they're chasing around this obviously russian diplomat and maybe if you saw the briefcase maybe you might know but it could be anything it could be important documents you don't know but when they say dom has a nuclear football which is basically, you know, nuclear codes. I went, oh, we're there now. That's where we are in this series. Okay, we're trying to stop World War III. Got it.
0: This is an Avengers level threat here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes,
1: yes. Um, man, I don't even th- <laughs> I don't even think Tony's Iron Man could have helped with this because he would have been hacked to hell by how fast they were hacking. Um, and and let and I and. What I love about this is that they managed to tie in Dom's story with the villain story. In that, well, okay, at the beginning of the movie, we find out that Letty, you know, like, you know, Letty thinks Dom wants to have a son. So we, uh, the big question is, what, what is, what does she have on Dom? Is it did he kill someone? Did he? I kind of thought did he murder Brian? Like, did did he like? Did he do, what did he do What did he do to Brian? They fully know it's something that bad. But we find out that she kidnapped... She kidnapped... Uh, Cypher kidnapped Ella Nieves. Um, and...
0: Yeah, we totally skimmed over her in the last couple movies, didn't we? Yeah, she's
1: kind of been a background character. And maybe now we know why. Um, she has a baby! And... Dominic Toretto, you are the father! Um... And she found, and apparently she found out she was pregnant uh, when they when when they brought basically brought back Letty. Um, so, in of course, as we saw in the previous movies, she wasn't gonna step in between, even though she was carrying his child. Um, that and that's probably why we haven't seen her. Uh, okay, they didn't write her in the movie, but also um, like the, in story reasons why we could say that that's why she was not around. Um, and we meet little Marcos, Marcos Toretto, that's his middle name because as Elena sadly puts it, uh, his father should give him his first name, which that's going to make us cry later. Don't worry, you can already guess you already know what's coming, so don't worry about it. Um, so Y'all know what it we is. We all know what it is, but it's better to wait, for, it's, it's better when you confirm it. So she is holding both Elena and the baby hostage and that is how she is able to... Uh, use basically the, the world's most dangerous driver to steal a nuclear football code um, to launch World War... to start World War Three. basically.
0: Basically the same as Lex Luthor kidnapping Lois Lane to control Superman. Pretty
1: much. Or like Dark Side manipulating, doing almost the same thing. Any, any kind of villain. Uh, or, or to quote the Green Goblin, His heart, Osborn! You go after his heart! <laughs> you know, pr- pretty much. Um... Uh, I really love the scenes between Dom and Cipher, like the polar opposites of good and evil. While Dom isn't completely good,
0: she's anti-family. She, exactly. <laughs> um, she, she. I mean, yeah, she pretty much is, and like she's she is she's figured out the anti-family equation. Yeah,
1: she is the antithesis of Dom in every single way, and how she operates. Everything's dispensable. Everything's done by machines. Nothing's done by gut instinct. It's it's a really good dynamic they have against each other, and the fact that. I didn't think we'd ever get a storyline where like 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 the the hero of the series has to be bent to his will to basically fight against his friends um but uh the only downside of this is that I felt like what we've praised about the movie so, like for the most part is that the family was always first and that they got they felt like a unit right and I feel with this if I'm gonna be like somewhat like negative about this movie is that the family, like, in terms of the dynamic and character growth, they definitely take a hit in this movie.
0: Yeah, they're severely underplayed in this one, in all honesty. Aside from, like, uh, maybe Hobbs and Shaw, because they have a bit more to do in comparison. Right. Like, like they get their comedy spots in, you know, the stuff like that,
1: but a lot of them is pretty much there, there for set pieces. The, fo- the emotional focus is on Dom this time. He is... And obviously, Letty, 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 too. Letty, because she's an extension of Dom. But in terms of like that, that dynamic, it's it wasn't nearly as strong. And it could be the fact that like Hans not there, Giselle's not there. A lot of the group, Brian. I think a lot of it's Brian's not there. In all honesty, and the fact that Paul, uh, yeah. I think, I think he. I did not realize how much I missed him among the dynamic until they filled him in with little. Like I don't think they tried to fill him in, but they wanted to put somebody else in there. And, like, maybe they're trying... They
0: had to put another good-looking white guy in another there. Good. And I don't think um, Little Nobody fits the role quite well. No. It's just not the same. He's
1: pretty, they pretty much try to make him, uh, like, a Brian... Where, like, he's the, he's the white kid who plays by the rules... And they have to make fun of him for it. It just doesn't work because he doesn't have that history. And these guys have history. And it, it just it just didn't work. Um, it just didn't work as much. Um, they, they still had their moments. You know, nobody... Everybody got their moment to shine. Lord knows Roman got his moment to shine.
0: But I just felt that in terms of their emotion. Oh my god, Roman in this movie. Ro- like say what you will about the family in this movie. Roman made me laugh way more than that oh, yeah. in this one. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: we'll t- let's let's go ahead and t- let's go ahead and talk about the set pieces real quick because there while there are not as many big set pieces here in this movie as compared to the last one, the ones that are here, especially the last hour of the movie, are just fucking insane. Yeah. Um, Like, they're not as crazy as the last one, but they're pretty fucking nuts. They're pretty fucking nuts. So, as we mentioned, the first big, sort of, like, big sequences, They're going to New York, which we've never been to New York in this movie series before. It's like, okay, cool, let's go to New York. And all to take down this nuclear football. And so what does Cypher do? They fucking hack almost every car... Like with with like I guess like the like that could be hackable in New York City and use it as a barricade they have cars
0: flying out of car garages. It is visually crazy how like like there you could tell that they had money to burn when they can just uh, fling cars off of buildings like Salt Bay putting uh, salt on. There's them.
1: a sequence where the Russian limousine is in the middle like right above the parking garage. And they just they like one car goes and a guy comes out of the, the elevator and then all of a sudden a whole, a whole bunch of other car goes and you just see cars pile on this limousine um, and then you're joined by Black Ops Dom not with not with chainsaw riding action uh, complete with removable face mask he's just like Jason Voorhees pretty much I was I was telling Douglas Thomas like if he had a if, if this is like if, if they actually had action figures which I don't think they do. But they have car toys, but not action figures. But they have action figures of like of these characters at the time. And they're like now Dominic Toretto in Black Ops action, come, including removable face mask and the
0: Karate Chop action and a voice box that only says family. Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: uh, yeah, but that's a, and that's that's a whole fucking uh, big ass sequence of and th- and not not to mention then you have the family rolling in like the, the damn Autobots. Coming in to take down Dom, and, and and then they use harpoons, and you're thinking, okay, they got this. No, Dom fucking muscle car, literally muscle cars his way off the uh, harpoons, and basically punks
0: all of them. It was nuts. It's the equivalent of the Justice League trying to take on Superman. That's exactly what it is!
1: Chance. It's... It's... And that came out the same year. Like, this came out April. Justice League... Came, <laughs> they came out the same fucking year, man! Um... It's... It's pretty crazy. Um... How that happened. I was like, there's no way Dom gets out. And, and then ultimately it leads into a, uh, a, a... A race where we think Deckard Shaw gets... Gets shot. Um... And which leads into a whole fucking, like... Plot, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um... But the creme de la creme has to go to the last hour. That last hour was insane.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't think it's as crazy as uh, driving the cars through, like, three buildings at once. No, But, like... This is pretty
1: nuts. As, as a finale, it's pretty crazy. I think it's a better finale than than the last one because the last one it's it's a, it's a lot of darker. Oh, sure. The drone stuff is cool, but it's a lot of driving around, waiting for the drone, and you know shoot them, you know kind of thing. This one it's what? it's it's in the daylight, so so we find out that Cipher wants basically that we find out that Cipher has a, um, a a Russian uh, wants to go off to this Russian base that's not under uh, under charge of separatists or separatists took it over and the Russian government hasn't taken a note back. So Dom drives in there with his his Dodge Charger modified with armor with bullet with bullet with armor around it. Um, and he launches the EMP and pretty much steamrolls an entire Russian base by himself, gets underneath the sub, launches an EMP, so that way they can take over the sub from in there. Um, and And then the family comes in and what they want to do is the Cypher wants to take the sub into the water and take it out. So basically they can become the, the, the crocodile in the pond. And then they get the cars on the ice. Uh, it, it, uh, it, like they, they, they try to prevent Cypher from operating the, uh, the submarine. Um, and to, and to quote, um, uh, Ramsey. And this might be one of the greatest lines next to let them fight in modern movie history. She carjacked the submarine. That might be one of the best. Wouldn't it be subjacked? It's better than she said carjacked. Just because she's explaining it to Roman. Um, Fair. Like she he she just carjacked the submarine. Um, so effectively, it's a race against time with not only Cipher trying to get the submarine out of there, but also the Russian gov- The Russian separatists are chasing down the family with their with their weapons, and it 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 is. It's insane. It, it it it's all insane. Um there's Roman constantly yelling. He almost spur he almost speeds out. Um or flips out his Lamborghini. Um to which even though he's nearly dying, they can't help but make fun of Roman. Um uh
0: I thought he was gonna die in that section, honestly. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I would have been super sad. Let's,
1: exactly. Roman's the MVP of the series. He's he's the he's the con the Anji. Is Anji is that the right preference? He's a he's a comic relief character that everybody needs. Um he's the wild card, ex- I think. Exactly. Um there's okay, so this is a sequence that made me want to go watch these movies for the first time. So there's a se- the, the ice starts to break where Roman's car is this Lamborghini. He's fucking driving a Lamborghini on the ice on this fucking
0: a bright orange Lamborghini, bright,
1: mind you. Neon orange Lamborghini. And the ice starts to break off. See that shit from space? And and he and, Te- and they're, like, trying to, like, trying to get him, trying to get him. He can't get out of the ice. He can't get out of the, of the crack. Tej launches a, a grappling hook into it to which Roman goes, really? You know, like, come on, R- Roman. Now's not the time to complain about that. So Roman goes full submerged into the icy water. So I'm like, shit, is he dead? Fuck. No. Ro- <laughs> I'm about to say... Is one of the most dumb, idiotic things I will ever say that happens in a movie. But it is fantastic when you watch it. Roman resurfaces on his car door. Sliding on it. Screaming for his life. While the Russian military is shooting from behind him. Until ultimately he gets flipped over, stopped. Pulls out his gun. And takes out three dudes like it's nothing.
0: Holy it, shit, Roman! But, that was probably the only net gain he get had in the entire movie.
1: Right, exactly. Um, to which then he got a net loss when Roman when 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 Hobbs told him, "Do you ever stop yelling?" Um, in the following sequence, <laughs> uh, it is it is that was that had to have been the most batshit thing I've ever seen from a single from a, from like a beat to beat moment. That was insane.
0: Like for one thing, these soldiers have stormtrooper aim. Right. Either that, or Roman probably has his luck stack completely maxed he out. He has
1: to. He has to at this point. Um, so uh, early on in the movie, we um, thought we saw, saw Decker Shaw get killed. Right? Uh, what we didn't see, uh, we we did see, is that Dom, of course, Dom's still trying to undermine everything. He went to the shot. Shaw, uh, Decker Shaw's mom, who I thought it was Judy Dench for a moment, but it's not Judy. Just in time for Mother's Day. Yeah, it's not Judy Dench. She does. She's not. Did I mention her? Her name? What is her name? Um, the...
0: Uh, Magdalene Shaw, played by Helen Mirren. It is Helen
1: Mirren. I don't know why I thought it was, um, um the other person I said. Um, yeah. Which is like, that's, 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 that's... Dame Helen Mirren, dude! She's knighted by British royalty! Or, like, that's, that's not... How <laughs> did they get her in this movie? Uh, I thought it was Judy Dench. Just what I was thinking of. I was like, is that Judy Dench? No, I just think all British white women, all white women sound the same. Um... And so it leads to this long con ploy where, okay, uh, Owen Shaw is, take up the, uh, Deckard Shaw is taking up the board and um, uh, the Cypher plane is under attack by two unknown assailants. And it's not just Deckard Shaw, but it's his brother Owen Shaw. So the Shaw brothers are tag teaming it up with the family to take down Cypher. And it is just the... And save a baby. And save a baby. Which, by the way, that whole sequence of Deckard Shaw with little baby Marco basically coddling him. Like, hey, we're going to have fun. And then the perfect reactions from the baby. The best. The best. <laughs> like, my favorite was when... um. Uh, two of them, but when, uh, he go- he turns to the baby and he goes, This is gonna get ugly. And in in the foreground, you can see Decker just peeing the shit out of this guy. And then you see the baby's look,
0: he just looks so horrified. <laughs> um, like he's got the oh shit de- face down at age one.
1: Speaking of that, um, then he goes, he smells and he thinks, like, Is that you or him? And the baby side eyes the other guy. <laughs> it's like, No, it's definitely him. Um, and it is that whole act, like that that felt we were we were transported out of a of a funny how I said transporter, uh, transported out of a Fast and Furious movie into a Jason Satham movie for like five minutes. That's all that was. That entire sequence is just a Jason Satham action movie for like five minutes, and it was great.
0: Yeah, it was also a really endearing scene, uh, despite the fact that it's an action packed Jason Satham uh, beatdown. Exactly.
1: Uh, it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And I'm surprised that the other Owen Shaw, bro- Owen brother, other Shaw brothers still alive. But it was still a great fucking sequence. Um, but, uh, a, uh, because they were able to rescue little baby Marco, um, Dom is free to... Be. He's basically... He had the chains broken, basically. Which, by the way, I want to mention that fucking Hobbs... She took, the,
0: she took her foot off the line, the tiger's neck, uh, basically, is how he pretty it. M-
1: Exactly. By the way, I want to put out that Hobbs, early in the movie, fucking just popped off his... His... Uh, his... His... Uh, ple- his... um Prison chains like it was nothing. Very similar to how he popped off his caps in the last movie. Just want to put that out. Um...
0: Not as impressive, I not,
1: No, it was still... Pr- it still had me go, Holy shit! But... So Dom is now free. He takes out the assistant, Mister C- Mister Roads, and and, and I, th- I can't remember who says specifically. Somebody says we may, we better start praying. And then
0: I don't know. Here comes Dominic Toretto, uh, which I, th- I found so so fitting. <laughs> Literally his Superman moment where he uh, takes his car into a uh, cart that has a whole bunch of uh, missiles that are about to shoot at them. And he rams them just in time as the missiles are about to launch. And that fires perfectly at all the other cars that are
1: chasing it's, them. It's, it's
0: nuts. It's nuts. It's not even the best for- That for me was the most unbelievable no, part of no, the No, no.
1: This is the most... No, no. So, okay. So, Cypher is pissed. Cypher is, like, done with their shit. She, um... She's absolutely done. <laughs> they launch a heat-seeking
0: missile... At them. So, uh, but before that, she sicks the submarine at them on dry ice. Yeah, it
1: turns into a fucking shark, and somehow Letty and Ramsey survive. That's it's a giant killer whale, bro. That wasn't that like Jesus fucking Christ. No, no, we're forgetting another. See, this is how crazy this fucking last hour is. There's so much. (laughs) There's a moment where where Luke Hobbs is tells Roman take the wheel. Roman's like I don't want to do shit. He's like take the damn wheel. He's sliding on the ice, high speed. He grabs a torpedo and moves it to th- just, just
0: what, <laughs> just what the fuck, just hook. C- See that? I can believe because I'm pretty sure Laroq can actually do that. In real
1: Probably. Life. It don't make it any less bullshit. <laughs> it's just who <laughs> comes up with this? You know, what would be cool. It's Luke Hobbs slid on the. It's insane. It's insane. That's not, the, that's not the most unbelievable part. The most unbelievable part. So, okay. So she launches a heat-seeking missile at them. And and I love that Luke knows exactly what it is from miles away. He just knows. It's in that military gut, right? <laughs> okay. So Dom Dom does the Superman thing. He does the fucking I need it I need it I need to be the shield. Tells her the diver of off, he launches his engine so the the, the heat seeker missile will come to him. Times the uh the, 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 the submarine with it goes over the submarine and basically gets it to where the, the the sub gets hit with the secret missile. Basically, so it blows up the sub and Dom's car goes total. And by the way, there were nukes in that sub. By the way, I want to point out, like they may not be unarmed nukes, but not uh, non-lethal. No, but they can still explode. They can still explode and explode. They do. So here is the biggest bullshit. That okay? I gotta call. I uh, look. Listen. I yeah. I,
0: this part is probably the most unbelievable part.
1: Having Dom catch catch Letty midair—that was bullshit. But I I had fun with it.
0: <laughs> Flying his car into the air to latch a bag of grenades to a helicopter. I can. Bu- that's bullshit. But I'll buy it.
1: Stopping a, a a a the ground while it was shaking. great you know, it was already shaking, and having it collapse under Deckershaw. Okay, okay, he's an earthbender now. I can buy it, whatever. <laughs> so Dom is, cult, like, he's he's flipping over in his car, right? He, he, I think he actually gets out. He actually has to get out of the car, right?
0: Yeah, he jumps out in He yeah, jumps out in time. he can't escape the explosion. No, the
1: fire! The, the wave of fire is coming right. You can't see it, but my hand is on my head because this is the dumbest part of the movie, but it's so fucking cool. It's so cheesy, too. The fire is coming out him at a pace. This is it for Dominic Toretto. He's gonna burn alive. And then the family, in their cars, car-huddle him. <laughs> and somehow... And they're all fine. And somehow they're all fine.
0: Somehow...
1: They are all fun. The power of cars
0: and family have saved me once again. The power
1: of family and cars are greater than fire. You... That was... That would have been like... Okay, if I... Okay. If I... I'm not disgruntled, but if I was a disgruntled fan, that would have been the moment like, Alright, I'm done.
0: I'm done. I can't do this anymore, but I... That shit was so Ridiculous. If I was any more of a cynic, I definitely would. No,
1: you can't be a cynic with this movie. You, you otherwise, if you're if you're a cynic with this movie, you just don't want to have fun. That's what I believe. Oh my god. Yeah. So
0: ultimately, this movie is fun. It's it's fun. It's stupid, but it's, it's
1: fun. It's dumb. It's it's so fucking stupid. But that's the beauty of it. It is stupid. Um and and so uh here's the thing though is that Cypher is is free. She is she is missing. So we now have, for the first time in the series history, a reoccurring villain who is actually a threat. So who knows if she's going to be in uh, Fast 9 when we talk about the next week or Fast 10 and that comes out this Friday because they're not. I don't see her in any trailers. Uh, eh, it's probably going to be nobody. Maybe. Um, or, or, yeah, I mean, he. C- I don't see anyone over there. I mean, mister I could see Mr. Nobody being the actual real villain of it all. Uh,
0: oh, you'll know what I'm talking about next week. Oh, okay. I'm guessing. Oh, you already watched the ninth one? Um,. No, I'm seeing the character profile on my screen right now, and I can already tell. Oh,
1: okay, okay.
0: Alright, um, uh, okay, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. But, um,
1: so, yeah, uh, and they stop World War 3, um, and, uh, they, they, the little baby, Marco's rescued, uh, they all go to New... I think it's in New York, right? Because that terrorist looks like it was in New York.
0: It kind of looks like it.
1: Uh, and, um... And we get a nice little moment where all the family goes together. Hobbs effectively is retiring from the DSS and he's a uh, he's fully reinstated. And then um we finally get to hear Little Baby Marcos's first name and look, I don't care how obvious it was but the fact that he named it Brian nearly had me like choked me up a bit. I'm like, "Oh, god." Yeah. That was heartwarming. God.
0: It made the entire experience worth
1: it. Yeah, it was and then yeah, and whoever the baby that was, they got an adorable little baby, very very active little one. Um so yeah, little baby Brian Dom Brian Marcos Toretto is a thing now. Um and even though it's not Letty's kid, uh Letty will raise it as if it's, its own, as if it's her own. Um very <sighs> While I think the last movie is stronger overall, I think I had more fun with this one. Because, it, like, it felt serious, but it felt serious, like, in a good way, you know? Like, it wasn't. Even yeah. even though, like, you know, I, 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 I kind of hate that they kill off Ella Neves' character just like that. Granted, it did raise the stakes a bit because you learned Cypher wasn't fucking around when she gets shot in the fucking head, um, execution style. Uh, but, I thought. Um, I kind of wish she would have, she would have stick around more than just, like, she was only really in Fast Five, and that's about it.
0: Yeah. It is unfortunate that she's killed off here and barely had any screen time in the last couple of movies. Yeah. Because she actually did have a thing for Dom, and, uh, it was a big plot point until Letty came back.
1: Yeah, and they had to bring Letty back, and, you know, and, and kudos to them, we talked about that before, but overall, man, that, I think that, I think, like, I think the definitely movie has a slower start. Um, I do find it. Like, I do like the intrigue of Dom basically having to fight his friends and all that stuff. I, but like fighting
0: his family, the safe family. Ex- That's interesting. Exactly.
1: Everything again. Everything he does is for family. Um, but overall, I, I, I would say, uh, not. I would say not as strong as the last one, but I would say more fun if anything. If yeah, that makes sense. I can agree with that. I think, I think the last one was a better, more from back to back, to back movie overall. Um, how what what is our family count? Because there were for a second there, I thought are we going to do a fake count? Because they were saying fate for a couple of times uh, in it, but they stopped after a while. So I don't, I didn't. Ex-
0: I believe I counted at least seventeen. Most of them uh, were recounted by uh, Cipher uh, in the in a condescending way, but it still counts. Right,
1: exactly. As long as she says it's eight. How many is how many times can you say family in the script and, and is that the most so far I think? I think it is. I believe so. Yes.
0: Yeah. I think it beat Fast 5. Okay,
1: yeah, cuz they said it a lot in that one. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh let's go ahead and give it a ratings board. Um Tyler, how many ciphers out of 5 do you give Fate of the Furious?
0: I will give this, uh, four orange Lamborghinis out of five. Um, I think this is a really fun movie, and it does raise the emotional stakes for most of the characters, Dom specifically. Um, the set pieces are fun, but, uh, most of the cast is, uh, uh, downplayed a lot in this one, which is kind of sad, but... There is a lot of good payoffs in this one. I definitely uh, would recommend watching this after the last one. It's not as good as uh, Furious Seven, but I feel like that it's it's up there.
1: I'm gonna give this a three point five out of five. A lot of fun. I really enjoy. I think a lot of my enjoyment comes from the uh, the the at the ending sequence. I honestly think that. But I do I did like the intrigue, the emotional drama. Like Dom got to act. Like like Vin Diesel got to act in this one. Um, which I think that's like, but also I don't like it that it was the exp- it was at the expense of the ensemble cast of the family. They really felt ancillary for the first time. Um, granted, it took them eight movies to get to that point. Um, but I really felt like only him, Luke, and even the Shaw brothers got more uh, emotional stuff to do than say some of the other ones. But um, it's but they weren't completely neglected. They had their spots. They got their their action sets and their jokes. And Lord knows Roman got made fun of way more again. Uh, even it feels like every, it feels like every other line, they said the Roman was him making, him getting mocked about something. Um, so overall, still pretty solid. Um, all right, but that's going to do it uh, next week. It is time for the penultimate movie of the series, at least at the time. And I think we've, I think Vin Diesel has come out and said that Fast 10 is the uh, first part of a three-part finale. So Fast 10, 11, 10, 12 will be the last one. Uh, if, if well, let's, let's see if it actually is. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, Tyler, go ahead and plug your stuff, buddy.
0: Um, you can follow me on YouTube if you search for Tiger Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I also stream sometimes on twitch.tv slash Tiger Shoes 1, where I play whatever the heck I want at various intervals in time. Go check that out if you're so
1: inclined. Uh, you can follow me at twitter.com slash Marliss Iggy. Twitch.tv says Iggy214 where my new stream days are Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Wednesday. So those four days. And of course, go to com to listen to this episode as well as our other ones. Thank you everybody for listening to us for Fate, uh, the Fate of the Furious. We'll see you all next week for Fast 9. Or F9. I think it's just F9. F9. <coughs> <coughs> <coughs>
0: You again. Until next time, bye bye! Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.